Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Amen. Well, family, oh, I'm, I'm excited about today's message. I, I'd like you to turn with me to the book of Luke, to the book of Luke. Very familiar scripture, very familiar scripture, but I think we're going to see something a little more out of it today. Luke chapter 1. Luke chapter 1, we're going to begin at verse 26 today, Luke chapter 1 and verse 26. And here the scripture reads, it says, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said hail thou that art highly favored the lord is with thee blessed art thou among women and when she saw him she was troubled at his saying and cast in her and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be and then the scripture goes on where gabriel tells her that she's going to have a baby and his name is going to be Jesus, and he's going to be strong, he's going to be great, and he's also going to sit on the throne of David, he's going to rule over the house of Jacob, and, and so on. And then it comes to our next verse. Look with me at verse 34. And verse 34 says this, Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. Today we're going to speak from the subject, the weight of favor. The weight of favor, of favor. As we look at our text, it speaks of Mary receiving word that she is going to be given the greatest miracle known to mankind. She would give birth to our Savior. She give birth to our Savior. I want you to look back with me at verse 28. Look back with me at verse 28. And it says here, And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed art thou among women. Here the angel Gabriel said to Mary, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. The Lord is with thee. Now scripture doesn't tell us what Mary was doing when the angel came to her. But we, we wonder, at least I wonder, was she working? Was she working when the angel showed up? Or, I don't know, was she praying? I mean, to get a blessing like this, to get a miracle like this, she had to have been praying. 
Was she praying? Or maybe, I don't know, even though she was impoverished herself, maybe she was trying to help someone and reach out to others. Maybe she was trying to help other children and the Lord was going to bless her with a child. Maybe she was helping elders and trying to be a blessing in her community. I mean, what was it that she was doing? What was it that she was doing that would have qualified her to receive such a blessing? Is there anything she could have been doing? Well, the scripture doesn't say, but I, I want to tell you this. This is a wonderful example to show us that there are some things that God will do for you that you may not have in any way earned. You haven't in any way earned, but he decided that he wanted to give you his favor. He wanted to give you his favor anyway. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Here it is. She had not done anything that we could see that was documented, but the favor of God came unto her. The favor of God came unto her. We only know this one thing, that Mary was alone. We only know that she was alone and she was by herself. She was alone. She was by herself. Now, isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting that in your time of isolation and when you often feel as though things are not going in your favor, that God sends you a message letting you know that you have been favored. Isn't that interesting? Things don't seem to be going the way that you want. Things seem to be more difficult. Things seem to be actually unfair. But yet the Lord will send you a word letting you know. You're favored. Your favor. My favor is upon you. My favor is upon you. You see, regardless of, of your condition or location, nothing can prevent the favor of God from falling on your life when he has declared it is so. Do you hear me? Let me say that again. Regardless of your condition or your location. Nothing can prevent the favor of God from falling on your life when he has declared that it is so. When God says it's so, that settles everything. When he lets you know that your favor is coming, it doesn't matter how things are looking. You could be in a one-bedroom squalor, but he's telling you that you're favored. He's letting you know that doors are going to open for you. Doors are going to open for you. He's connecting you with people that he's going to bring you through because of the favor that rests on your life. The favor that rests on your life. You see, this is why you don't have to be afraid of your enemies. You don't have to be afraid of your enemies or those who wish you harm. You don't. God's favor will protect you in the midst of the attack. Listen, may his favor surround you like a shield. May his favor surround you like a shield. Let me tell you, in Psalm chapter 5 and verse 12, in the New King James Version, it says this, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor you will surround him as with a shield. As with a shield. That's right from the word of God. Listen, his favor surrounds you. It surrounds you. It prevents the fiery darts of the enemy that's trying to come into you to, from hitting you. It thwarts them. It deflects them. They cannot get to you because of God's favor on your life. I need somebody to type in chat right now. His favor surrounds me. 
His favor surrounds me. This is why there may be some of you, some of you who are listening that have experienced challenge, who experienced brokenness, and you're trying to figure out why is it that these people are doing the things that they're doing to you? Why is it that they're treating you the way that they're treating you, but they cannot do any more than that? Why? Because the favor of God surrounds you. The favor of God protects you. His favor is there for you. Type it in chat. Type it in chat. His favor surrounds me. His favor surrounds me. Surrounds me. I want you to see something else. It's important to remember that the angel didn't just pop up. It didn't just pop up. I want you to see that. You see, whenever an angel appeared, especially the angel Gabriel, who was the messenger angel, especially him, we must know that God sent him, that God sent him. You see, this is what we see in verse 26. Let's read verse 26 again. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God. The angel Gabriel was sent from God, sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. But the angel Gabriel was what? He was sent from God. He was sent from God. So when God sends you a message, it doesn't just come out of nowhere. Do you understand that? It's, it was purpose and intentionally sent to you by the creator, by your heavenly father. He wanted you to know the things that he's about to do and release in your life. He wanted you to realize that. So he sent the angel to give you a message, to give you a message just to let you know. You see, God cares about you and is intimately involved in your welfare and purpose intimately involved in your welfare and purpose. We must always remember that he is still speaking to us. He's still speaking to you. He's still speaking to you. Listen, this is why the scripture even tells us, it tells us, listen, be careful how you approach strangers because oftentimes you're, you're, you're dealing with angels unaware unaware. The scripture tells us that. That's why even some of you, if, if you're in trucking and you stop somewhere, and you have to stop and gas up your truck. Listen, you never know when you come and speak to somebody. Sometimes God is sending a message to you. He's sending a message to you. Listen, you could be at work. At work, you simply get up and you're going out. You see somebody who's, who's servicing the uh, vending machine or something, from, and you've never seen them before, and you begin talking, and all of a sudden, a word will come forth. A word of encouragement, a word of wisdom, a word of direction. He's trying to figure where in the world is this coming from? God is simply sending, using an angel to share something with you, to give you direction, to give you direction. Here, you just never know. You have to understand, but he's still speaking to you. He's still speaking to us. He's still speaking to us in this very day, in this very day. But here, as the angel came unto Mary, he was giving her a greeting. And I want you to know that the greeting that Gabriel gave Mary was to convey a specific and powerful message, a specific and powerful message. It started with the greeting, hail. It said, hail. And you say, well, okay, well, a lot of folks say hail back then, pastor. What does that mean? Well, see, when you say hail, the Greek term is actually hiero, 
hyro, which means to rejoice and be glad or rejoice exceedingly. That means as soon as he said, hail, he was like, listen, you need to be excited about what I'm about to drop on you. You need to be turning cartwheels right now. If you knew what I'm about to say, you, you, would, you would stop and be jumping up right now. That's why he said, hell, you need to go ahead and get ready for what I'm about to break off for you. That's what he wanted her to know. He wanted her to know that. But when you say that, it's supposed to be gladness, gladness, excitement, and there should be a rejoicing that takes place. And then there, there are three things, three things that he actually reveals through this greeting, three things. Number one, he then let her know that she was dignified by saying, thou art highly favored. Thou art highly favored. You see, she was a poor girl, an impoverished girl who was betrothed or engaged to Joseph. But she didn't come from much. There wasn't a lot that she had. But yet the angel of the Lord was coming and letting her know that she was favored and therefore that she had she was dignified she was dignified listen let me share this with you don't look at your conditions look at God let me say that again don't look at your conditions look at God look at God listen I need you to type that in chat for me right now look at God Look at God. Listen, God is the one who directs you. You don't have to look at the stuff that's going on around you. Don't look at what you have or don't have. Don't look at who's with you or not with you. You keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Look to the hills from which cometh your help. Why? Because your help cometh from the Lord. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.